You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Hey, these are the movies that molded me. These are the movies that molded me. Jai love the movies. Jai love the movies. Hey, one love. Hey, I like the movies with the boobies. What's up, everybody? This is Chris. If you're looking for a regular Movies That Molded Me episode, you're just going to have to wait a couple of days because this is a special on Oscar predictions. And for those of you that don't know, the Oscars will be held this Sunday, February 8th. And normally you wouldn't just hear me. You'd also hear Omar and Elizabeth. But unfortunately, they didn't really watch any new movies this year. So I asked You Have Permission podcast host Dan Koch to send in his Oscar predictions as well as the movies that he thinks should win. So let's go ahead and get started. Dan, let's talk cinematography. Cinematography. I think that Deacons will win for 1917. Yeah. And in terms of who should win, this is tough. I think probably Deacons should win. He mm, is mm-hmm. one of the all-time great cinematographers in Hollywood history, certainly of people alive today. Yeah. But I do think it's worth noting Blatchkey's work on The Lighthouse, which was so inventive and weird and working in a different format, different color. They uh, used like old lenses, like 100-year-old lenses for certain shots. So that's like a feat in like the art of it. Um, oh, yeah. But Deacon's work with Mendes in kind of plotting out all the the one takes, you know, these long shots, um, I mean, probably he should get it and he probably will get it because he's just so well beloved. And, and because this film, I think, is primarily seen as like a muscular feat of filmmaking, 1917, that is, um, rather than like a great film. And I think that's how we will think about it going forward. Yeah, I'll have to agree with you that I think 1917 will win. I love the concept of like one single shot. I mean, you saw it in films like Birdman, I think is the last time I remember it being used to such great effect. Uh, Unfortunately, I haven't seen The Lighthouse, but you're right. Uh, 1917 is the one that I would like to see win. uh, And I do think it will be the winner. So uh, how do you feel about the original screenplay? I think that Tarantino will win for this. And I think that probably Tarantino should win um, that screen. Like this is so I, I'm going to later say that Tarantino should not win for director because I really think that what makes Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so great is the writing less than the directing. Um, and managing to do that revisionist history thing mm. uh, with this time in, in Hollywood history that he loves so much and putting that on the page uh, and, and just the dialogue and, you know. So good. It, it's more of a writing accomplishment than it is yeah. a directing accomplishment. And so I think he will get it and I think that he should get it. I 100% agree. I think that it's so well written and just like anything that Tarantino does, the dialogue is great, but I feel the same way about parasite. uh, Although I don't think it's going to win this category. Uh, I agree with you. I believe that uh, once upon a time in Hollywood deserves it. And I think it will get it. Let's move on to adapted screenplays. I think if this one's hard, but my guess is that Jojo rabbit will win. And the reason I'm guessing that is because it's won a couple other awards recently. Right. Um, so I'm just kind of reading the tea leaves <laughs> in that sense. It is a good adaptation. 
Um, but I think that what should win is Little Women. Okay. Because I think that Greta Gerwig navigated the most difficult needle thread situation possible, taking a beloved classic that millions of people have read and that millions of people have seen at least one previous version, many people more than one previous version. Mm. And she made it her own. She made it of the time. Uh, the Without spoiling anything, the way that she kind of handles the ending and the sort of love story aspect of it for Joe, I thought was ingenious. Um, I also thought the way that she uses, uh, like how much is Joe Louisa May Alcott? That stuff is incredible. I just think it's like basically a perfect adaptation. Mm. Um, and so I think she should win, but I don't think that she will. Mm. Well, I have to be completely honest. This is probably the hardest category for me because I, I've probably seen the least movies that are nominated in this category. So I've seen The Irishman and I've seen Joker, but I have not seen Jojo Rabbit. I have not seen Little Women or The Two Popes. Um, from what I've heard, The Two Popes is definitely not going to win. You're probably right to say that Jojo Rabbit will win. And you're the second cinephile who has told me that Greta Gerwig's version of Little Women is really awesome. Uh, of course, I loved 2017's Lady Bird. So yeah, I can't wait to watch this one. What do you think is going to happen with director? I think it's almost a foregone conclusion that Sam Mendes will win this for 1917. Um, oftentimes, what wins for best directing is like most directing and the decision to make the entire film appear to be a one-shot is uh, like a one or whatever they call it is going to be rewarded. I think Um, I don't think that that's actually the best directing. I think that the best director and the person who should win it, and maybe he's got a chance is Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. The construction. I mean, they had to build that house uh, from scratch to, to make this film work and just all the intricacies of where everything is in the house, upstairs, downstairs, Uh, Same with the initial um, downstairs apartment that the first family lives in. It's just like, uh, that is a feat of directing right there. And it's, um, you know, Mendes and Deacons had an interesting job once they decided to make the whole thing look like a oneer. How do we do it? It's a really interesting technical achievement, uh, but it doesn't, it didn't have an emotional impact. In fact, the, I think it was distracting as an emotional film, as in, a, in in the emotion of the film, to have it all be a wonder. Whereas Parasite, the directorial decisions increase the tension. They increase the emotional mm. uh, engagement with the characters. So I think it should go to Bong Joon-ho. You know, I, I'm surprised to hear you say that. I agree with you about Parasite. And I, I mentioned this in our episode on the best movies of 2019. Parasite definitely makes my favorite movie of the year. This would be definitely my pick for for best director. And for many of the reasons that you said, like the, the whole construction of the set, like totally plays into everything. I mean, the fact that the main characters are living like semi below ground and they have to, you know, climb all these stairs just to get to the top, you know, where this rich family lives that they, uh, that they end up working for and not to spoil anything for it. uh, But you're right. It does uh, add so much emotion and uh, it draws you in to the movie and it's just fantastic direction. Um, I believe that because Quentin Tarantino 
is uh, Hollywood's like biggest fan. And he basically wrote a huge love letter to Hollywood that he is going to win best director here. And that's not to say that I didn't love once upon a time in Hollywood, because let's get it clear. I really, really did. And I love Quentin Tarantino in general, but I would agree. I really, really hope it goes to Bong Joon-ho. All right, let's go supporting actress. I think Laura Dern is going to win this because my understanding is that everybody thinks Laura Dern is going to win this for Marriage Story. I do think that she has had an incredible career and I really liked her in Marriage Story and I won't be bummed if she wins. Right. Um, Of the nominated actresses, I think that Florence Pugh should win for Little Women. What she did with the character of Amy was incredible, just playing at different ages uh, giving a real, like like really selling um, some character development there. Um, also, she's given an incredible monologue in her conversation uh, with uh, Lori. Is that his name? Yeah, um, the main the main guy when they're over in Europe about sort of the economics of marriage. Um, but this is really, I think, the biggest snub. Uh, actually, this is the second biggest snub. Of all the of all the snubs here, and who should not only have been nominated but won is Shu Zhen Zhao for the farewell, the woman who plays mm. the grandma um, who has the cancer. Uh, she carried that movie for me. It was my favorite, probably my favorite performance of the year, uh, may- maybe of anybody. Certainly top five, and I can't believe she wasn't nominated. Uh, at all for this. That's really frustrating. So that's who really should win if we could uh, choose a different nominee. Well, man, that's another movie that I never got around to seeing uh, the farewell. And yeah, I've heard really great things about that, even from Aquafina, but I I am super excited to check that out. This category was a bit of a conundrum to me because I also agree. I think that Laura Dern will end up winning because everyone's talking about it. It's like one of those situations where uh, the Revenant, there's really nothing that great about that movie, in my opinion, in Leo's performance, but it was like, it's his time. He's going to win. And sure enough, he did. And it sounds like everyone wants Laura Dern for this. And she was great in Marriage Story. Uh, Kathy Bates, I think, was equally as good in Richard Jewell. But one of the performances that's not really getting talked about very much is Margot Robbie in Bombshell, which I thought was a great movie. Bombshell actually made my top 10 of the year. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think she did a really good job in this movie. If I could pick anyone to be best supporting actress, I mean, she's not nominated, but I would totally put up Cho Yao Jong from Parasite. She plays the matriarch of the Park family, and she is so great in that movie. But overall, I do see Laura Dern winning for her part as a lawyer in Marriage Story. All right. Who's going to win Best Supporting Actor? I think that Brad Pitt will win for Once a Time in Hollywood. It's his time. I believe that he's he's never won an Oscar for acting. I think he has one for producing. Um, but he's never won one for acting. And it's just an incredible, perfect role for him. And he totally kills in it. And I will not be sad uh, if and when he wins. I do think if I could choose, I would give it to Joe Pesci, though, for The Irishman. It's a completely different side of Pesci. It's understated, uh, which is probably why he won't win, um, because I think the Academy tends to reward most acting as best acting. Uh, But I would love to see it go to Pesci. And I think that The Irishman is worth watching alone 
for Pesci's performance. And I think he's my favorite part of that movie. Hmm. Well, I also think that Joe Pesci is incredible in what I've seen of the Irishman. Cause I still have not finished it. Uh, if you, if you've listened to our episodes, you'll know that I've talked about how bloated I think that movie is. Um, I really, really wish that it was shorter. Oh, man, I know I'm going to get some flack for that. But yeah, absolutely. Brad Pitt will win this. And out of everyone that's nominated, he definitely is my choice as well. He did fantastic in Once Upon a Time at Hollywood. Let's go ahead and get into Best Actress. Best Actress. Uh, I just will go with the collected wisdom here and assume that Renelle Zellweger is going to win for Judy. I did not see Judy. I'm sure she did a good job as Judy Garland. I won't see Judy. I don't have any reason to see it. Uh, but here, I am, I'm not even going to, this is the biggest, this is the real big upset here. I'm not even going to talk about the other nominees. I can't believe Lupita Nyong'o was not nominated for her role in Us. This this category, I think, is kind of the lightest category, um, which makes that snub all the worse. Uh, she is certainly... Um, her performance as dual roles in that film. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I can't, I don't even know what to say. It, one of the best performances of the year. I can't believe she wasn't nominated. So frustrated. So this is my uh, act of defiance in this one category. <laughs> okay. Well, unlike Get Out, I didn't really care for us. Although that doesn't mean that Lupita Nyong'o did not do an absolutely fantastic job in that movie. And I agree. She was definitely well acted in that movie. As far as Renee Zellweger winning for Judy, I think that's inevitable. Um, for me personally, I really wish that Charlize Theron would win for Bombshell. She was so good in this movie. And she even looked and sounded and acted just like Megyn Kelly. Um, and it's if you haven't seen this movie yet, please please watch it. It has, you know, an ensemble cast, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron. It's so good. So she would be my pick, but yeah, Renee will end up winning for Judy. All right. So who do you think is going to win for best actor? I think Joaquin Phoenix will probably win for Joker. Um, again, it's most acting, not best acting. Mostly the Phoenix performance worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was maybe a little bit overwrought. Um, you know, people have asked me a lot about this film. How come it wasn't in my top 10 or even is it wasn't even in my top 30. And the reason for that is that I have seen the King of comedy. This is the, the snarky answer is I've seen the King of comedy and taxi driver. And all I could do is think about those movies, especially the King of comedy while I was watching Joker. And those are just better movies than Joker. So Joker made itself so obviously like as a continuation of that style of filmmaking, but just didn't nearly do it as well. Mm. Um, I also don't really care that much about superhero films, so it doesn't get any extra points for me. And I didn't quite buy the ending either of Joker. Uh, I did like Joaquin, though. I enjoyed his performance. He's probably the reason I was able to keep watching the film and more or less enjoy it. And I think he probably will win. Yeah. In terms of who I think should win... I'm like a dead split between Leo in Once Upon a Time and Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Very different roles, very different movies. Uh, it's like the the two, there's like a scene, a back-to-back scene for Leo where he's 
yelling at himself in the trailer. And then he goes out and delivers a scene in the film that he's shooting. Um, after which the, the young, the young child actress tells him it's some of the best acting she's ever seen. Uh, that like one, two is incredible. That Rick Dalton character. I just think he, he owns it. It's my favorite Leo since Wolf of Wall Street. Um, but also Adam Driver in Marriage Story is just fantastic. I mean, he's one of my favorite actors. I think he's certainly one of the best actors living and working today. Yeah. And he puts forth a great performance. Uh, some people don't like his song, the Broadway song he sings, uh, Being Alive at the end of the film. But I found that performance super affecting. And really, it kind of wrapped the movie up for me, the the sort of existential anxiety of it all, of like, living in a like a post-religious um litigious society and the the complications of that in the modern world and it it really affected me i don't know anyone who would disagree with you uh about those two picks i think obviously joaquin phoenix is going to win for joker and i would agree with you that he's the best part of that movie uh it is it's a decent movie it's not anything that i'm planning on you know going back and watching a hundred times whereas once upon a time in hollywood I'm going to be rewatching that a lot. And Leo's, the fact that he's playing two characters in almost like a meta type movie uh, is so great. And he is very, very good in that movie. But Adam Driver and Marriage Story just really sealed the deal for me. I connected with that character so much. Um, and that's one of the most emotional connections I've had to a movie in a very long time. And I think his cadence and his brilliance as an actor is what did that for me. And I like Scarlett Johansson. I think she was great in this movie, but for me, Adam driver killed it. He nailed it. Uh, all the emotion, all of the, you know, frustration and just everything that goes along with being part of a marriage or, or going through a divorce or whatever it is. Um, he just brilliantly portrayed that. And I really, really hope he wins for marriage story. I thought he did really, really good. That's going to bring us to our very last category. Best picture. Finally, best picture. Yeah. I think that 1917 will win. I think that's kind of boring. It's definitely (laughs) not the best movie of the year. Um, It is probably the most interesting technical achievement of the year in in a certain sense. Um, But it's just not best. I I don't, it's not nearly the best. Uh, My favorite movie of the year was the lack Last Black Man in San Francisco. Of mm. course, I never held any uh, any uh, belief that that would get nominated for Best Picture. Um, but but the my favorite film that is nominated is The Irishman. Uh, although it's pretty close between that, um, Uncut Gems, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They're all kind of right there together. So I guess I have to say that I wish I think that The Irishman should win. Although I would also be happy with Once Upon a Time. I just think the Irishman is like, it is the, it is the most total depiction of a mafia film ever made by any of these guys. Um, it is, it's like Scorsese's final word on that genre. And especially the last 45 minutes to an hour of the Irishman where De Niro's character is really uh, dealing with the moving towards the end of his life, meeting with his priest, this younger man, and, and trying to figure out all the family fallout of his life of crime uh, is just, it is the film. The last hour is the film. It's the most important part of the film to me. And it makes it in, it's what puts this film into the Scorsese canon. 
and certainly the mafia mafia film canon, the Pantheon, the Alzheimer's. Mm. Uh, it's just a fantastic film. I, you know, the the age change technology is interesting. It's cool, and it mostly works. Sometimes it's weird, mm-hmm. but for me, it's really about how the story wraps up. So I guess it should go to the Irishman. Well, everyone already knows how I feel about the Irishman. And look, one of these days I will finish it and maybe I'll change my tune about it. Uh, But as far as best picture goes, there's really only two here that I'm vying for. One of them being Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I thought was a lot of fun. Definitely a really great time in the theater this year watching that. But my number one pick for best picture would be Parasite. Uh, I can't say enough great things about this movie. And I am gunning for it. I just really hope it wins. It would kind of be a bit of an upset for Quentin Tarantino, who, once again, I love. um, But everyone's expecting him to win. I really do believe that that will be the best picture. Uh, 1917 might win just because it is kind of like one of those movies that kind of came in at the very last minute and people are really hyping up. Um, but overall, I think, I think they're going to go for this movie, but man, parasite would just be so rad. And not only that, just because it would be, you know, another point for diversity at the Oscars, um, which a lot of people say is lacking this year. So anyhow, my pick is parasite. I really hope it wins. Dan, we really appreciate you coming on today and uh, everyone needs to go check out Dan's podcast. You have permission. Dan, thanks a lot. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. We have a very special Valentine's Day episode coming out for you guys in a couple of days. I hope you really enjoy it. You can uh, definitely listen to that one while you're waiting for the Oscars. We brought on our really good friend, Amanda Martin, from the Snapbacks and Sports Bras podcast to play us on our favorite romantic comedies of all time, Uh, except we kept calling them chick flicks, but I'm not certain that you're supposed to do that anymore. But either way, uh, it's a good episode. You're going to enjoy it. If you haven't yet, make sure to go and rate and write us a review over at Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're a fan of the podcast, you can always support us by going to patreon.com slash movies that molded me we are a part of the fade to gray network thanks for listening